Hola, chismosas. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Meg B. And we are the Cheese Queens. Queens. That one was... didn't think up at all. <laughs> you had me laughing before I even started. Because you forgot you were supposed to be talking. <laughs> My bad. Keep all this in. Keep all this in. All right. All right. You're, you're editing. I'm not. I know. <laughs> Keep you it in. Turn it off. They're like, these idiots. This podcast sucks. Turn it off. Don't give a fuck. Anyway. a little bit of a... <laughs> We're a glad you're one. here. Thank you for showing up. <laughs> we love you. Love you, listeners. We're still learning. Oh, we are. <laughs> and thank you for your patience. Thank you for the follows. Thank you for the comments. Thank you for the reviews. Y'all are awesome. We are having a really fun time doing this um, for y'all and for ourselves because really... This is our, our interaction in pandemic time. So we are really enjoying seeing each other every week. Um, we are still covering. Speak for yourself. Oh, shut up. You love my face. Out of uh, your closet. <laughs> and my closet. My murder closet. <laughs> we are covering Married at First Sight, season 13, episode 6. But before we get into that, uh, Igby, do you have any cheese for us? You know I do. <laughs> So I've got some past um, season chisme and I have some behind the scenes production chisme. So which one would you like to hear first? Mm, I want to hear the juiciest stuff last. Well, it's not going to be juicy to you because you didn't watch the previous season. So maybe we'll go over that first. Okay, do it. Okay. Um, Well, you did watch last season. So uh, Miss Virginia has been on social media talking about how now she has very bad social anxiety because of the show. I, I can see that. Yeah. She yeah. says, you know, her intention on for being on the show was never to blow up and have fame and all that stuff. And now that people are recognizing her and coming up to her or, you know, being out in public, people taking pictures and videos and things like that, it's really made her anxiety shoot through the roof. I didn't even think about that part. I was just thinking of social media and people like trashing her and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, real person stuff is, uh, that's scary. <laughs> right. And she said that it's been even worse now that, you know, her and Eric have announced that they're no longer together and she's not wearing her ring anymore. I guess she felt some security in wearing a ring. And now that she doesn't have that, it's made it even worse and ramped things up. But she does say that, you know, she's in therapy, so she is speaking to someone. She's not on any kind of medications. She said she did try some things out that she didn't like the way they made her feel, um, but she's open to it. She said uh, more questions in regards to the divorce will be answered via uh, more couple cam episodes. Mm -hmm. So just to stay tuned for that. And that little piece makes me wonder, again, like we talked about last time, are these real posts or are these things you have to post for promo? Yeah. If she had not, I was I was sympathetic right until you said that part. Catch us on Couples Cam Wednesdays, 9 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. I was feeling real bad for her until that moment. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It could be all, all for the publicity and ratings and who knows. Maybe she gets bonuses for posting about it and whatnot. No, they have to. They're contractually obligated to. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, and that I guess that segues into your next topic after whatever else you have left on the couples. There's a video circulating or recirculating around from 2020 for Mika and Michael, who were a couple on season 10. 
Now, to give you some background, Michael was a Chris of his season. There were two of him and Brandon were total Chris's. They were the Chris before Chris. Oh, they were dear. both terrible. Now, wait, 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 wait. Why were they terrible? Okay, Brandon was a, he was a bitch. Like, he gave production <laughs> hell. Like, he would take his mic off. He would walk off. He'd leave. Okay. He was just drama, 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 drama. And it kind of came out of nowhere because at the beginning, him and his wife were cool. And then she posted something on social media that pissed him off. And it was downhill from there. Yeah. So, and yeah, he would just try to sabotage every, <laughs> every interaction. And like production had to like pull teeth with him. So that's why he was a Chris. Okay. Michael is a Chris because he literally lied about every single thing. He lied so much. You mean like during, for like to get in? He, no, he was lying to her the whole time. He couldn't say how much he made. He couldn't say what his job was. Like he was like, oh no, I'm working here, but I got an offer at another company. I think he was a principal or something like that. So he's like, oh no, we're going to switch schools. Wait, I'm going to wait till it goes on winter break. And then I'm going to do this, but I'm trying to negotiate my salary to this amount, but I can't show you a pay stub or anything. Oh yeah. I also teach yoga on the side, but actually I'm the janitor at the yoga studio and I don't oh, teach dear. there at all. And nobody knows who I am. Like lie, lies. Wow. And what season is this? Maybe I need to watch this one. And uh even as far as on camera and off camera switching and lying and things like that like they got into their first fight on the way to the honeymoon because on the plane he said an ultimatum that if she didn't have sex within a certain amount of time he wasn't gonna want to keep going with the wedding oh hell and then no. she brought it up on camera and he's like i don't know what you're talking about i never said that <gasps> whoa and like rode to the ground that he never said that and she was making it up and over-exaggerating and he has no idea what she was talking about. And she was like, this is what, wow. this is never going to work if you can keep lying. Yeah. And he continued to do it the whole season. <laughs> that is crazy. I need to watch this season. So that's what makes it funny that this video uh, resurfaced. It's like a, I guess an Instagram live that Mika did where she was talking about their um, divorce proceedings. At first, they were going to get divorced, but then he decided he wanted an annulment for some reason. Now, I thought they couldn't get an annulment on this show, but apparently that's an option. I would think if you hadn't consummated the marriage, maybe you can get it annulled. And also, like, say, you know, it's for TV. It's not a real marriage. He, he signed up under false pretenses, you know, things like that. That's exactly what his grounds were. He said he was being frauded by the show and that they defamed him. And so since it was, he'd never heard of the show. He'd never seen it before. He didn't oh, know what please. he was getting into. Da, oh, da, 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 da. The production lied to him about what he was going to be getting with this wife and blah, blah, blah. So that was his reason. Was his wife a, an okay person? Yeah. She was fine. Like there was... No. Nothing wrong with her whatsoever. The He's only thing, all she was trying to do the whole season was to get him to stop lying and wow. be honest with her. I could not. Mm -mm. <laughs> so, you know, the judge asked her, do you think the show is frauding you? And she's like, no, he's the fraud. He's, she's like, I don't know if you watched the show or are allowed to or anything like that, but he lied the whole time. He's the fraud. Wow. And so they're like, okay, well, what do you want to do? You know, a divorce or an almost, she's like, I don't care. I just, don't want to mess with him anymore. I don't want to be involved with him anymore. I don't want to see him anymore. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I just want to yeah. be away from him. 
And then two, he was, I guess she changed her name and she was trying to change it back. And he Mm -hmm. was putting out there that it was because she was trying to escape some kind of legal troubles. And she's like, okay, now here's another lie. No, you can't just be saying I'm committing crimes and things like that. You're now you're defaming me again. Like what the hell? Oh my gosh. But yeah. Oh, he even lied about a funeral. He killed a fake uncle. Oh my god. But then tried to say that it was production that set it all up. <laughs> but really it was he wanted to get out of they had like a group trip. Uh-huh. And he didn't want to go. So he's like, "Oh, my uncle died. I have to go plan a funeral. Bye." Wow. Him and Brandon left together. <laughs> what? <laughs> and what's funny is the lawyer that's representing him is also representing Brandon. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I don't know what's <laughs> going on. But all in all, they got the marriage and all. She's free and clear of him and Thank happier God. for it. Yeah. So I was like, wow, this is wild. What a nut job. So see, that's what kind of stuff you can potentially get hooked up with on this show. I guess so. So maybe not Married at First Sight, San Antonio for Igby. Mm, yeah, no. <laughs> but I mean, the odds are the same, whether you're doing it yourself or <laughs> they're too. That's true. At least you get paid. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm doing this dumb shit for free. There you go. I'm spending my own money. The hell? <laughs> I'm wasting funds. (laughs) Um, The only other little fun fact I had was people online found the uh, breakfast in-room dining menu for Isla Bella (laughs) since they wanted to know where the protein was. Yes. And we saw it this episode. I guess the first episode production didn't feel like they needed to spend the extra money maybe because they got in at nighttime. So maybe they were like, oh, you haven't exhausted any energy or anything like that. You don't need a big breakfast the first day. <laughs> or they wanted know. to see, no, 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 no. They wanted to see Mirla's reaction to all that stuff that she couldn't eat <laughs> or didn't want to eat. But everybody had the same thing. It wasn't like she just specifically got her giant croissant. I don't know. I wouldn't put it past them. The options for breakfast, there were only two options, which I guess, okay, COVID times, I'm assuming is why it's limited selection. Mm-hmm. But you could either have the Continental Breakfast Box, which was $16. That does not include the $7.50 delivery <laughs> or packaging fee or service charge. But you get your choice of coffee, decaf or regular, or tea, water or orange juice. Not both. Not both. Right. A fruit cup. And then you get a butter croissant, almond croissant, pain au chocolat. Ooh fruit danish and two assorted muffins so just bread on bread on bread on bread with some fruit and then fruity bread yes (laughs) the other option was the full breakfast box which is what i think we saw in this episode because i noticed everyone had like real breakfast that was a whopping 22 dollars. watch out and you got your choice of coffee or tea again uh, water or juice then a breakfast sandwich that consisted of fried egg, koto ham, tomato compote, baby arugula, pesto aioli, and a cebettini. All right. Or you could have a breakfast frittata with broccoli rabe, roasted red peppers, Italian sausage, and mozzarella. That sounds good, too. Way better that than three croissants and 
and some a Danish. muffin <laughs> and a juice. I'm not mad at a croissant or a Danish. I eat that, but I don't want all of them. I don't know if I'm gonna be drinking all day. I'll take it. Well, that is true. Just saying. Which they were. <laughs> yeah. Well, she probably wasn't. Problem. I'm trying to think now. When they were all drinking, drinking, was she? She wasn't going like as hard as them. She wasn't going as hard as Gil. Gil was faded in those ITMs. <laughs> I don't know how. How do people get drunk on like White Claw and Trulies? Like, because they go, they go down. Like you're drinking Kool Aid. Like water, and yeah, yeah. they have the That's same effect like, as water <laughs> to me. I could drink a whole twelve pack and be fine. <laughs> All right, I'm a lightweight now. Well, I mean, you had a little break there. <laughs> I did have a mini break. I'm like, ooh, I missed it down. Oh my god, <laughs> off a <of> white claw, <laughs> damn. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, our other chisme, how the sausage is made, behind the scenes secrets of Married at First Sight. Uh-oh. Okay. How did, how did you acquire this one? The internet. Everything is on the internet if you just look for it. You can okay. literally find anything on the internet. Okay, so first things first, as far as getting onto the show, um, you can either apply online. Anybody out in San Diego, they're uh, casting right now, so you can sign up if you're interested. Or you can get scouted. So literally the producers scour dating apps, social media, and even go as far as to, you know, doing actual boots on the ground, like going to bars and clubs and events really? and stuff to scout people. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, that's funny. I think if anybody came up to me in a bar and started asking me, I'd be like, this is a joke. This is not real. <laughs> I wouldn't believe them. <laughs> Well, that's why you have to take the leap of faith and give them your number and see if they contact you. Mm, no, I'm good. Or take their information and contact them. That's like Mike. That's how he said he got recruited since he'd never heard of the show before. He said he got a cold mm, call. Sure. Right? <laughs> Stranger things have happened. Let's see. Next point. Uh, in order to get on the show, they have to go through a psych evaluation, which I don't know how some of these people get on this show if they... I was just going to say... <laughs> Did, I don't know what kind. They're of. sociopaths. But they do a psyche eval, a background check, a financial investigation, DNA test, because you never know. You don't want to marry your cousin. Yeah. And then they also have to answer a 500 question questionnaire. Okay. If you're going through all that work, why are these people so mismatched? Well, that's the next point. The matches are scientifically chosen. So I'm guessing they take all that data and run it through some kind of algorithm and then get some kind of percentage match. But at the end of the day, the experts and the producers get the final say. Of course. So, yes, they do, you know, use some kind of system to match these people. But it's really about who's going to be best on camera Mm -hmm. out of however many top matches they get. Because, yeah, some of these people do not need to be together whatsoever. But here we are. Okay. Next point is about payment. Okay. So they get $1,000 an episode. I think 90 days like that too. Mm-hmm. And there's about 18 to 20 episodes a season. So you do the math before taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not called a payment since they're not paid actors. It's called a stipend. So 
with that said, this is the only payment these people will get. They will get no kind of residual. So Lifetime can play these episodes over and over and over in perpetuity, and they will never see another cent ever again. Well, nah, I'm good. 20 grand to, to mess up your life. I'm good. <laughs> no, it's to find love forever. Sure, sure. It's all or nothing. That's the way it is. <laughs> hold it back. You're nuts. I miss them playing the whole theme song. They only play like a little snippet now. Yeah. But anyway, as far as the payment goes, they get the total amount in four different payments. So they get 25% right after the wedding. They get 25% at the end of filming. They get 25% when the network gets the masters for the first half of the season. And then they get the last 25% once the network has the whole season. Now, what about um, like unfiltered and stuff like that? That's its own. That's its own thing. Yeah. Maybe they get paid for that as well. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah. I don't know. Not worth it. <laughs> see what else. Oh, another thing is they have to be able to support themselves. So even though they're not paying for their living space necessarily, they still have to be able to pay you know, their cell phone bill, their car payments, the insurance, all that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know. Well, yeah. Also- people would think it'd be ideal to like in this kind of situation maybe to take a leave of absence or something like that from work since Mm -hmm. you have to focus so much on this but you still have to be able to you know pay your way so and you know you don't necessarily have that full twenty thousand dollars to fall back on because you're not getting all of it up front right but yeah i was just gonna say your bills are still gonna be there after the show ends. (laughs) so why would you stop paying them some well sometimes people assume that they production pays for this ah gotcha but that's not the case I would only assume that they pay for, like, the hotel and food and that's it. And the apartment. Well, you would assume correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, They can't have a social media once. Once they are chosen to be on the show, that's when they have to black out their social media. Okay. So not even before they start taping any, but as soon as they are. They make it private. Yeah. Okay. And they can't reopen those uh, platforms until... Of course, after the show airs, but there's usually a little bit of window time after even the season ends that they can't open their accounts back up. I know we've talked about this before, but there is a penalty for quitting the show. If you choose not to continue filming on the show in the middle of production, you are responsible for $50,000 in damages to production. Wow. Because you have to think about this is people's jobs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. if you quit filming, that's all these people that are out of work that should mm-hmm. have been getting paid, but are not because you decided are to being out. a baby. So yeah. that's why we see on this show people like um, Paige. Yeah, Paige and Chris. While even though they weren't filming together, they still continued to film throughout the season. Or mm-hmm. even uh, Haley and Jake, where obviously they didn't like each other, but they had to keep filming mm-hmm. to avoid that penalty. Right. So keep that in mind. They do also um, always have prenups, which, of course, I mean, why would you not if you're marrying a stranger? Just right. to protect themselves. Uh, this one I thought was interesting. They film 12 hours a day or 60 hours a week. That's a lot. Yeah. And they're also expected to film themselves when production leaves. So all those little selfie videos you see, they are required to do that. This is getting more and more like not worth <laughs> 
$20,000. Right. And that's why I said earlier when, you know, people when <laughs> think that, you know, you take a leave of absence or something because you're committing to 60 hours a week filming. Yeah. Who wants to have a haul, a you know, long day of work and then you have to film till midnight Mm-mm. to fill the day to do some stupid exercise that is dumb as shit <laughs> that you don't care about. <laughs> Which also brings to the fact that the producers can force a curfew. So you have to be home by seven o'clock. I don't care if you want to go to happy hour with your friends after work. Whoa. You need to be Unless home because it. we have to film these segments. Yeah. Unless they're filming the happy hour. No, they're not going to film the happy hour because all those people are not going to sign NDAs and all that stuff. (laughs) But speaking of NDAs, all the guests at the wedding are required to, of course, sign an NDA. Mm Got to keep those lips shut. Now, I know you asked about this, but as far as the weddings go, they have very, very, very little input on the weddings themselves. The producers kind of ask broad questions as far as, you know, what kind of food preference they have, what kind of music, flowers. But a former participant, I don't know who this was, said they actually showed him a PowerPoint presentation of like four different wedding options. And then he had to pick one. And then the bride picked one. And then production ultimately decided at the end. (laughs) I was like, wow. (laughs) A PowerPoint. I don't know maybe just walking in i mean you know what i mean you don't have to worry it's, about anything you know it's gonna be like bomb yeah i was gonna say mm, it's not your money and it looks like photo ready why not exactly um <laughs> they can only have about 20 guests so gotta keep it small and is that for covid times or is that in general i think that's in general okay because now that i once i thought about it they all did kind of have like small venue Mm-hmm. Not as small as it is now, but still not a whole gaggle of people. Okay. And like we mentioned in um, an earlier episode, they don't do church weddings. I know we mentioned it when we talked about um, Rachel and Jose with the lasso. Mm-hmm. Since that's a Catholic tradition, it was it weird that they were doing it with <laughs> in like the hotel lobby and not yeah. a church. Yeah. So no, they're not allowed to do that. They like any TV show, shoot the weddings multiple times. So they're doing take after take after take after take to try to get different shots, different angles, reactions, all that kind of stuff. So that makes me wonder, like, which edit are we seeing? Yeah. When we talked about Jose and his horrible line delivery, was that take one or take five? Mm Mm-hmm. Or like with Chris saying, oh, shit, (laughs) when Paige was coming out, was that first time he saw her or the second time like you know what I mean yeah 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 so I thought that was interesting and that's why it's such a long film day because they have to keep doing it over and over yeah because Miss Mirla Princess Mirla was like oh my gosh it took forever it wasn't just 10 minutes that we saw no it really takes the romance out of that though yeah (laughs) you know what I mean yeah it's like yeah I just met you but I'm over this already (laughs) yeah I was in a, a Eli Young band music video in the crowd and they sang that damn song like 15 times. And after a while, I was like, I, and they're like, everybody stay where you are, stay where you are. I was like, fuck this. I got to get out of here. And I went and got a beer. I don't even like beer. And I went and got a beer. <laughs> I don't even know who you're talking about. That's all right. So, yeah. As far <laughs> as after, you know, decision day production will pay for a divorce, divorce lawyer 
But mm-hmm. of course, it has to be within a certain amount of time. You can't be married at first sight for a year and then be like, uh, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, I think it. I think the window is very, very, very short. Yeah, short enough where they can just film it afterwards for whatever that reunion thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the last thing is there is a 12-month media ban after the finale. So if you think, you know, you're going to get on this show and then transition that or parlay that into being on something else, no. Because it has to be 12 months. And not 12 months from when you film the finale, when the finale airs, which is already a year later anyway. Wow. So, yeah, it it's pushed back quite a bit. Not so much now, because now they're filming these, like, hotcakes, mm-hmm. like... But in the previous season, yeah, it'd be a whole year before this aired from the time they got married. Wow. That is a long time. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's not really that long because I know some other shows that it's longer. Like Love After Lockup, I think it's like four or five years. Like, it's a long time. Wow. But I don't know if that's because people keep reoccurring on the seasons or what. Mm, yeah, Maybe. So it might just mm-hmm. stack up, but yeah, I don't know anybody who's really parlayed anything major after being a reality TV air quotes star. Um, Besides the ones that are just like serial serial reality people, like I know people that have been on a few different yeah different franchises or different reality shows. Yeah, and and then the people who sell the they sell the poop tea on Instagram. That's mm-hmm. about it influencer but they can do that because it's not tv gotcha okay so poop tea is okay but tv tv is not yeah actual television no (laughs) gotcha that's what i got that's a lot i got nothing congratulations (laughs) thanks dropped the ball this week my apologies but i trusted you would come with it and you did you know always be prepared I do. I know. Were you a Girl Scout? No. They stopped telling me when the meetings were. (laughs) True story. Um, This is why we're friends. I took golf lessons and then the golf instructor stopped calling me as well. (laughs) Might be too loud for the golf course. Why did you take golf? Because I thought I'm going to be in business and... I'm going to have business meetings on the golf course. And... What women do that, though, really? Well, exactly. You know, these are where decisions are made. I need to be able to have this skill. But lo and behold, it doesn't matter. I don't play golf. Shocker. My, go- <laughs> my golf instructor stopped calling me, and all my deals are made over email. <laughs> Welcome to the future. <laughs> oh, well. All right. Well, Cheeseman was good. Well done. Thank you. Uh, yes, you're welcome. So let's get into this episode. Married at First Sight, Season 13, Episode 6, Igby. I know you got a title for us. What's the title? Out of the Comfort Zone and Into the Sea. That's Ocean Spray. That's, that was great. Thanks. <laughs> I'm very familiar because I love the beach so much. In the ocean and open water. Love it. It's my favorite. Oh, so were you, were you feeling Brett this this week? Yes. Yeah, I was feeling her too. Mm-hmm. I don't like I don't like big water like that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, all right, but let's not start with them. Let's start with uh, Michaela and Zach. All right, so we open the episode with Zach on the balcony. He's finally located a mask. He didn't have one when he was in the room with her <laughs> the last time we saw them. But he has acquired a mask finally. Uh, he says this is not how honeymoon should go and that he feels bad physically, but also emotionally because he feels like he's let Michaela down and you know really disappointed her. So then we cut to her in Houston. She's at her house or her apartment. She says, you know, health and safety are definitely first for her, but she really misses him. She says that, you know, he reiterated to her short time sacrifice for long time paradise. And, you know, she likes that positive thinking and, you know, can't wait till he feels better and they can be together and make up for the days and time that they've missed. The next time we catch up with them, all the couples are having dinner and Zach calls Jose's phone. I don't know why he only has his number, but okay. I think everybody likes Jose. Why? I don't know. I don't know either. Well, maybe he has like bro vibes or something with these guys. I'm going to say he has the strongest uh, phone connection in the Florida Keys. (laughs) His phone works the most. (laughs) so he's the default that's hilarious so he calls in um first they clown him for being topless because they're like you couldn't even put a shirt on dog like for real (laughs) and he's like no i'm sick (laughs) the shirt compresses my lungs so i can't breathe any good uh jose asks how he's feeling um he says physically he still doesn't feel like himself but he still feels better than he has been in the last few days. He said the two days before were absolutely horrible. Um, but then he goes on about how he feels bad that Michaela has been affected by all this and that they're missing out on so much. Mirla, of course, pops in to be like, she's not missing much. And of course, the girl <laughs> shoots her like the side. I like really, bitch. Did Shut you up. really have to say that? <laughs> <sighs> She or he says that he is grateful and couldn't ask for a better wife that she's really been holding him down, even though, you know, they're apart and they're having to deal with this whole situation. The next time we see them is, well, at the group dinner, once the group is actually sitting down at the table, um, they're taking bets on who they think has consummated their marriage. Ryan actually predicts that it's Zach and Michaela. He thinks that this whole COVID situation will bring them closer together. And then once they're able to be together, then they'll consummate the marriage. Oh no, they couldn't even wait. They didn't even make it out of Houston. (laughs) They didn't even make it out of Houston, bro. (laughs) They barely made it the first night. Um, Then the next scene we see of Zach is uh, him talking to the other couples from his balcony to them down at the beach. He says that, you know, the plan is to just keep resting for the rest of the time while he's in Florida till he feels 100%. So when he gets home, everything can be, you know, back to normal. He just wants to get back to Texas to be with Michaela, get back to normal. You know, of course, everybody's saying, yeah, that's great. You know, if you need anything, let us know. Uh, He lets us know that the night before Johnny and Bao threw him some beers from the beach. Yeah. (laughs) And they were like, oh, you getting lit in there by yourself? (laughs) And he's like, I'm just trying to make the best of it. 
And so, you know, they kind of wish him well and let him know, you know, if you need any more beers, we got you tonight. (laughs) And that's kind of all we see for Zach and Michaela this week. You know, short and sweet. There wasn't a lot for them since they were both kind of just at home. Yeah, yeah, not not much going on. I I am hoping that they're talking every day and FaceTiming every day and all of that. It's kind of weird that Zach's wearing a mask outside by himself. Well, but... I thought that too, but then there was when they did a the like drone shot, there was somebody on the balcony like next door. Okay. Oh, but when they did his ITM inside, he doesn't have a mask on. But isn't he shooting himself? No. It was like set up. It was like set up. I don't know. Well, maybe he is doing it. By like himself. they gave him know. the stuff to do it. I don't know because it was like well lit and stuff. But hmm, all you need is a ring he... light. I got that. All right. Off Amazon. Right. Maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not much going on with them. Um, yeah, next week it looks bananas. Hurricane K is a brewing. <laughs> I can't He's wait. in the Gulf. Swirling around. Wait. Because <laughs> we going to see why he's a motherfucking lie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, did you see her going ham on that uh, tube of Clorox wipes? I'm like, okay, Violet Much, are you like a, a breaker? Oh, yeah. In, in the preview, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, like uh-oh. Like, are you somebody that damages property? Because that is not cute. Don't be throwing not, stuff okay. at me. Everything she told daddy that, uh, you know, Jack's daddy, gonna that she wasn't going to do. She has already shown that she does. So mm-hmm. the name calling, the throwing, the tantrum, the not walking away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's her. Yeah. Next so, week should be juicy. Unfortunately, I really liked Michaela until I saw that she's absolutely nuts. So, but we don't know what Zach did. Maybe it's all merited. I will say that. He came back at around like 9.15. Yeah, motherfucking liar. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next couple. Hotness. Um, Hotness Express. All right, who's next? Gil and Mirla? Yes. The princess and the frog. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a frog. He is not. <laughs> I don't know. Some of this stuff, I, I'm like, oh, maybe. I, I side with Mirla on a, lo- a lot of things, except like she's just so nasty and rude about it. Right. That, that's what turns me off. You know what I mean? I see her point for sure on a bunch of things, but then she's just so mean, mean spirited. I hear you. Like I've been trying to give her the benefit of the edit benefit of mm-hmm. the doubt on the edit, but mm-hmm. even like I watched unfiltered this week and just her attitude is nasty on there. Mm-hmm. Like even watching playback of herself and, you know, excerpts from the episode. And I'm, thinking this is the first time they're seeing this stuff because they mm-hmm. are surprised have surprised reactions but yeah when she sees the segments of herself she's like yeah i said it yeah that's what i meant and i said i wasn't gonna change and i'm not changing like yeah. she just, just still has such an attitude about it that's like oh no this is how you actually are yeah it's it's bad it's bad but all right we open up with her still wearing the christmas pajamas <laughs> what is up with this rage i cannot believe this um, episode six still in the same <laughs> pyjamas that's crazy Why? i don't know she don't care she's complaining about gil talking in his sleep uh he doesn't believe it not at all 
because he sleeps with a lot of people. That's what he said. I was like, I can't believe he just said that. But I thought hopefully he meant like at the firehouse where like maybe they have like a group situation. Maybe so. Mm, yeah, I believe he probably slays a bunch of ladies too. I mean, but I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Yeah. <laughs> they go back to the whole name change thing. She does not want to change her name. She doesn't want to hyphenate her name. She doesn't want to add the little extra words in there. Um, I think he, what did he say? Feria de Cuero. Mm-hmm. And um, she's, nope, she's not, not about it at all. Um, she likes her last name. She thinks it sounds great by itself. And she says it's a tribute to her dad. And he's like, well, I'm just going to sound like an asshole if I, you know. Keep pushing. After that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they table the conversation and then, oh, they're at the group dinner. Mm-hmm. At this group dinner, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, they have said that they, they're they having a lot of deep conversations. They t- have talked about everything except money. But I think we've seen them talk a little bit about money. I guess they just haven't gone into, are we going to share bank accounts kind of things. They've talked about it pretty superficially, like... You know, I spend money. I don't. I'm mm-hmm. bougie. I'm cheap. Just yeah. kind of in general terms, but they haven't really like broke it down, broke it down. Right. Like, no, what are you for real spending money on? <laughs> and Gail's favorite little phrase to describe her is she's particular. He keeps saying it throughout the dinner. She's per- my wife's particular. And then they're going into politics. Uh, I forget who brings it up. Oh, I think Gil brings it up. Gil's like a host. He's the host of this dinner and brings up a lot of topics. <laughs> At first they were talking about, once they were talking about finances, Johnny asked if, you know, what happens if they're both on two different ends of the spectrum? And mm-hmm. that's when they said they'll have to communicate about that. And then that's when Gil went into, what if mm-hmm. it's the same as if we're different politically? Yeah. So he says it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they're, you know, two from two different political parties. And Mirla does not agree with that whatsoever. And she makes it a point to and throws it down. Like she's if if you're not on her page, then divorce check. Divorce check, please. Uh huh. (laughs) Um. Gil says, you know, you're voting. He, he votes in the, in the way where he's going to vote for someone who advances his career, his personal life and whatnot. And she's saying that that's selfish, that she's voting for the greater people. Right. So Ryan agrees with this. Brett disagrees. Ryan agrees with Gil. With Gil. Yeah. Ryan agree, agrees with Gil and um, about, you know, the personal aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, relating to their jobs, right? And Brett disagrees. Uh, she's on Team Mirla on that one. Mirla even said she'd get rid of her friends who don't agree with her, which is interesting. <laughs> Those imaginary friends she has. Yeah, and Gil says that's petty. I was like, ooh, he didn't say that loud enough, but he said it. Mirla petty? <laughs> Imagine that. I would have never thought. Um, it's really quiet, and then Mirla changes the conversation right anyway mm-hmm. um did you notice that Mirla is, was kind of hanging on Gil this episode like kind of hugging on him and stuff during the dinner and see this is again hmm. a case of the edit because I think they're trying to edit them like she's like super duper cold and they have no chemistry whatsoever mm-hmm. but I don't think that's the case even um I don't know if you saw that picture on 
what is it? Kinetic, kinetic mm -hmm. connect. Con uh -huh. Or content. I can't remember, but whoever the production company that, you know, puts yeah. out this show and all the other trash reality shows we love to watch. <laughs> um, you know, they had a whole photo of her getting this like back rub down from him with his like nuts oh, in her yeah. face. <laughs> I saw that. I saw and that. I'm like, okay, why didn't we show this? Or like mm -hmm. they had Bao and Johnny like having this like super intimate kiss on the beach together. And I'm like, okay, this is not what you're showing on the show. <laughs> yeah. So what's really happening? Right. No, I, I do think they have chemistry for sure. Um, it's yeah. just a weird dynamic because he teases her and she knows that she deserves to be teased mm -hmm. because she's ridiculous. And she, yeah, she plays into it too. Uh-huh. Yeah. She knows, she knows what she's, she's laying out. And I think she appreciates that he's so patient. I think she does say that uh, towards the end. I think she says that she, she really likes how he's taking the time and, and, and trying every day he's trying mm -hmm. <laughs> you know so um but during this dinner i think they kind of end up talking about uh intimacy right sex um of course gil and her have not even kissed yet and mirla makes it a point to tell her tell everybody that they're you know on their own pace and that they're more concerned with that emotional connection and that trust is more important than sex. So that's all I got for that dinner. Unless you have anything else to add on that. No, that's exactly it. She just said, once all that happens, then other things can fall into place. And, mm -hmm. you know, they're just going at their own speed. Mm -hmm. When Yeah. When I saw her hanging on him, I was like, oh, wait a minute. You know, because she, she did say it takes her a long time to warm up but she is a touchy feely kind of person. I was like, yeah, it's, it's getting there. Yeah. Cause so even we'll like you see them walk, they kind of walk arm in arm a lot mm -hmm. of the time. And you know, she's not necessarily uncomfortable being close to him, but I, again, it's, it's the edit. Yeah. For it's sure. the edit for me. <laughs> All right. So the next scene we see them at, um, they are at the beach. Here and we go. <laughs> <laughs> and sweet, sweet Gills trying to surprise her with some gelato. But this bitch got a hundred questions before she puts a spoon in her mouth. <laughs> well, before they even get to that, when they're walking to the little um cabana. Yeah. She's like, Can I take my shoes off? I don't want to get I don't like the sand on my feet. <laughs> then he's like, Okay, well give me your shoes, I'll put them in the bag. No, then you're gonna get sand on everything in the bag. And then it's too hot out here. This isn't enough covering. When I go on my vacation, I have the biggest umbrella in the world. Blah. So oh my God. already I know. he's over it. Like, damn it. <laughs> it's like, we haven't even sat my ass down yet. Right. Oh man. Then the gelato comes and he's like, oh, it's probably melted by now. Is this vegan? Is this vegan? I don't do dairy, which is legitimate, but. She doesn't have to say it like that. And then she eats and she's like, oh, it's very chocolatey. Too chocolatey. <laughs> like, but even before that, she was like, oh, yeah, I did yesterday say I wanted gelato. So thanks. Yeah. Like he's, he's like, being thoughtful and remembered what you said. And you're too busy complaining to even remember you asked for this. <laughs> oh, man. But um, during this little chow down they start talking about um deeper stuff right so mm -hmm. he wants to know how did all this happen right how did mirla become mirla 
and he asked like where she grew up and she was just she breaks it down to him that you know they grew up poor she the first house she remembers is the one room house there's like four or five people in it 300 square feet you know they were poor and they could not afford all the extra things and she always wanted to go do the extra things and, and it just didn't happen and she talked about this on unfiltered she was saying that you know it was really that hard for her. And that is really why she is the woman she is today. She talked about how her mom like literally swam across the river to get here and, you know, has never been to, had any kind of education, never been to school whatsoever for anything in any capacity, but somehow was able to, you know, raise her and her three other siblings to be, you know, very successful people. And she says that everything that she does now is for her mom and, you know, her and her siblings, want to make sure that she's taken care of no matter what. So that's kind of part of their drive. Yeah. And things, when she says things like that, I'm like, it's endearing, mm -hmm. you know, I like her for that. And then she just opens her mouth on all these other things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she asked Gil if, if he was poor. Um, and he said, yeah, you know, he was poor too, but he, he grew up, um, you know, they always had food on the table. They both agreed that they never went without the basics, right? But they couldn't afford to do all the extras. And that's why she wants to she wants to get as far as she can and make as much money as she can. And that's why she's so driven so that, you know, she can do all the things with her kids that she, that she couldn't do. Then Gil busts out that he wants seven or eight kids. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Hell no. She shut it down so fast. She sure did. I don't blame her on that. That's a lot. They're trying to get a spinoff on TLC. Did you see the Doritos filed for bankruptcy? Really? Yeah. Ooh, oh, ooh, I guess Karen's new business didn't take off like they thought it would. Damn. See, she should have listened to him. I kept asking you, how did they afford this? How did they afford this? He was in real estate and was like doing successful, but in this oh. last season... She wanted to move back from Las Vegas to South Carolina, where she was from, and start like manufacturing clothes or something. And that's what mm -hmm. they did. Oh, so I'm guessing no. that didn't go well. Because, <laughs> yeah, in Vegas, they had like a ton of rental properties and stuff. But also during pandemic times, I know a lot of like uh, Tariq had rental mm -hmm. properties. I think he filed for bankruptcy, too, um, because people would stop paying rent. Yeah. You know, so I, I bet you that's a big contributor to that. But anyway, we digressed. I'm sorry. Other. That was the Draco double down drama <laughs> derby. <laughs> there you go. Well done. Well done. Yeah, absolutely not on seven or eight kids. He wants two vans full of kids. And she's like, no. He, you know, she already said one, maybe two. Right. And his ass is bringing up eight. That's insane. Maybe she changed her mind in two days. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely not. And again, like, he's the one who is frugal. How on earth does he think that they could raise eight kids comfortably? Mm -mm. I don't know, but she definitely said divorce check, please. Mm -hmm. Again, <laughs> I'm like, Oh, don't let this become a thing. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, you know, she's going to say it over she's and over. She's trying and over to make again. fetch happen. Please don't. <laughs> um, he's like, well, you don't have to have all eight. You can adopt. And she, and she says she's not open to adoption either. That's a no. And he says, you sound so evil. <laughs> and she says she wants her kids to have all the things she she didn't have. Um, she also said that she's only open to adoption if fertility is an issue. 
Like if all fertility methods fail. Yeah. You know, adoption, adoption is a lot. I mean, yeah, especially if, if you're trying, I, I don't see her trying to adopt older kids, but mm-hmm. older kids have so much trauma and damage and, uh, I could, and you know, in her industry too, as a, a teacher and a mm, I trainer, bet she's seen it all. She's seen it all, and she's like, "Nah, it's a lot of work." I don't blame her on that. It's not for everybody. Yeah, you have to be a special kind of someone to to um, be a foster parent or adopt. So kudos to them, but I know I'm not one. Makes sense to me. Yeah, I get it, but she don't have to be so nasty about it. <laughs> but it's Mirla. That's her attitude. That's her shtick, I guess. Right. She's painted herself as the villain and she's playing it up. So next we go to this little uh, drunk barge, the drinking barge. What are we calling this? Booze cruise. There you go. Pontoon party. (laughs) Pontoon. I want a pontoon boat. That looks fun. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh man, this is a good, good time right here. Until they start playing Never Have I Ever, which is the worst game I don't know why people want to ever play it because it always ends bad. Yes. Somebody is going to fight. <laughs> yes. Gil is drunk pretty quickly here. So when they're playing Never Have I Ever, somebody who's a Bao, Bao asks, I've never cheated, or has says, I never cheated, and Mirla drinks. And everybody's like, ooh. But it looks like they've already discussed that already. Mm-hmm. So Gil's not surprised at all. He's like, yeah, I know. But they didn't know. They didn't know. And uh, there's nothing more to that. I would think that maybe in an ITM or something, she would explain or give a story. I was ready for a story. Right. She is not going to let no juice go. Well, she did say on Unfiltered that, you know, it's something that happened in the past. Everybody's imperfect. You know, we all do things that we may regret or probably shouldn't have done. And, you know, you just got to learn and grow from it. And that was kind of as far as she took it. But she she stood up in it and was like, yeah, I cheated mm-hmm. in my past. But I mean, it doesn't define you. Yeah, that was okay. then. This is now. I don't really have much else on the booze cruise for them. Um, other than I think I think Gil got in, but she wasn't having it. She was not getting in that water. Yeah, she shit on the water sports immediately. Like, it's too cold. <laughs> it's windy. I don't want to mess up my dress. My hat's on. Uh. Uh, yeah, she was covered up with like a a blanket and a hat <laughs> she was protecting a full that dress <laughs> yes she's very scared of sun damage i guess well you know she's using that 200 dollars lamare night cream you can't be <laughs> in the sun with that boo boo these retinol a treatments and hydro <laughs> hy- hyaluronic acid treatments you have to be covered up and protected well she is protected so SPF 100. <laughs> Next scene we go to, and here's a cute little thing she does for Gil. She surprises him with some chocolate chip cookies. And she, and this is the point where she's like, you know, he's very patient with her and she appreciates that he's trying. And so this is her way of showing that she's listening and, and she's trying as well in her own Mirla way. Right. Yeah. Like, when they like like even them trying to be cute and like calling each other like little pet names like oh darling (laughs) and she's like princess (laughs) she's like what did you call me he's like oh princess (laughs) which is also weird i think if my 
husband called me princess, I'd cringe. I'm like, but she likes it. That's so weird. I'm a queen. I am a queen of this house. Not a princess. Well, she wanted to be princess. Mm, That's weird. But isn't that like earlier when she was talking about as a kid, she was like, he said, oh, you've been a diva like forever. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, I like diva. Like, again, she thinks this cringy shit is cute and it's not. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. You're too old. You are too far in your big, big age to be acting like this. Agreed. It's not cute. 100%. Anyway, so Gil is psyched about these cookies and champagne. He says it's like foreplay for him. That's sad. (laughs) It is so sad, poor guy. If it's so far (laughs) to the left (laughs) that some damn cookies is what's like giving you your jollies. (laughs) Oh, poor Gil. Did you notice when they're having this conversation, there's a baby crying in the background? Uh, did you notice there was somebody sitting behind them on the balcony next door? There was like an old white guy. <laughs> no, I didn't notice He was that. sitting behind Gil. Okay, so this is another reason I'm like, you know, I'm siding with Muriel on this. This is not a honeymoon resort. They couldn't go to like a adults only place? Mm-hmm. All inclusive? They couldn't do anything like that? No. I don't remember last season's honeymoon, but they went to Vegas. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So there wouldn't be any, that would be fun. And like, it's when I was thinking about that, like even the earlier seasons, like I think, so last season they went to Vegas, the season before that, that was when COVID just started. So they were still able to go internationally. And I think they Mm -hmm. went to like Panama or something like they'd be going on good vacations, like to these nice, nice resorts. And yeah, this definitely isn't on the same part at all. I'm on Team Mirla for that. I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's a, like you said before, it's a vacation and you know, I appreciate a free trip. But yeah, yes. it's definitely not like giving sexy honeymoon romance. Mm-mm. With the baby baby crying in the background. Nah. Nah. There's no roses in the family regular bathtub. I'm 100% <laughs> sure there's an adults only place in the United States they could have gone. That's not Vegas. Well, production didn't want to pay for it, so. <laughs> they didn't even want to pay for that $22 breakfast, so. They didn't even want to pay for Michaela to stay there in quarantine. <laughs> Yeah. So take like, your ass no. back home. Bye. No. Southwest has a flight leaving tomorrow morning for $39 one way. 5 a.m. You can't check your bag. We're going to lose it anyway. Oh, okay. So then they're starting to talk about uh, going back, you know, going back to Houston and and he and he's like, are you nervous? And she's like, no, she's excited. And this is another thing where I'm like, oh, you know, this is endearing. She's like, she can't wait to create a home with him. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, that's a really powerful statement. She's like, everything else doesn't matter. She wants to create a home. She wants to create a family with this guy who is her husband. And I was like, oh, that's cute. But then. Oh, she doubled down on that, too, on Unfiltered. She said, yeah, she didn't. It didn't matter where he lived, where she lived, whatever. Mm-hmm. She just yeah. wanted to, yeah, wanted to have that home, um, you know, with her husband and build on that. So she did double yeah. down on that. I thought that was really cool of her. But then Gil brings up hype. Hi. <laughs> Come here, hi. My boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
And he says, he can't wait to see how she is with the dog. And she's like, why? I'm not going to do anything. She said, fuck that dog. (laughs) (laughs) She's not going to walk it. She's not going to pick up the poop. Um, He, and he's like, well, what if I'm, yeah, I think he said he's what, 24 hours on? Two 24 hour shifts a week. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, well, who's going to walk? He's like, who's going to walk the dog? Well, who walks it now? A dog walker. Well, there you go. And he just thinks it's so stupid to pay someone when there's an able-bodied person in his wife to go do that. And she on Unfiltered was like, I would gladly pay for it because I'm not doing it. She mm-hmm. Again, like she says in the scene, she this was a responsibility she didn't ask for and she's mm-hmm. not willing to take on. So if that means she has to pay somebody to do it, then she's mm-hmm. going to pay somebody to do it. And I'm 100% sure if you're telling me that they have 500 questions to mm-hmm. answer, mm-hmm. one of them is... Must you love like dogs. dogs. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Would be under mirrors. Nope. So they answered yeah. the other 499 questions the same. So that's why they got matched. Mm. Except they, they didn't ask about bald people. This is, <laughs> I think this is a big deal. You know, this is a big deal. Yeah. Some people are like super, super attached. Well, Gil is obviously super, super attached. He said he's had hype dog. since he was six weeks old. Like, mm-hmm. but then there's dog owners like me. Like, I like, I love my dog. Don't get me wrong. I love my dog. But if my husband was allergic to the dog or if my if she didn't like my husband in any way, I think I would try and rehome her, honestly. Yeah. But uh, I don't see Gil doing that. But, but he's one of those. Not. He's he's an extreme dog person. I am not. He's a dog dad. Like, that's his he baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hype. <laughs> Such a stupid name. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's a cute dog. I hope he's. Uh... You didn't see him? No, I saw him, but you know, like oh. cute in that, like he's uh, friendly and funny and stuff like that. I hope he bites me. <laughs> no. I hope he chews up something <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Louboutins are delicious. I promise. But do you would, do you see her perspective where like this responsibility is being forced on her? Absolutely. It would be like if if, if he had a baby. Like I don't want to watch your baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't raise yeah. your kid. <laughs> no. Yep. Like, you can't just expect me, just because we're dating, to take on, yeah, take on that responsibility. No, mm-hmm. you, you had child care before that, then you need to have child care now. Yep, yep. That's a lot. It's a lot. All right. Um, that's kind of where they end that conversation, as they always do. They end it at a super dramatic note. You know there's a lot more to be said, and they don't say it. So I thought I about you when I watched it. <laughs> Because I finally like, oh, this is what she's talking about. <laughs> it's so mad. It's like, let's finish this conversation. No, no go to commercial. It's tabled uh, for now until next week. Um, next, uh, they're done. The honeymoon is over. He only works two days a week and he runs errands the rest of the week. And she's like, what errands? And <laughs> he's like, the things you pay people to do, I actually do them. So... And then he brings up that the rest of the time he's going to knit a quilt. You don't knit a quilt, Gil. You sew a quilt. You knit <laughs> a blanket. You knit a blanket. Mm-hmm. So he's going to knit a quilt. And then she tells him, don't bring that quilt up ever again. <laughs> Where's the Cartier bracelet? Where is go. the Cartier? She did have it's- new pajamas. Oh, I didn't notice. Thank God. I, I absolutely 100% noticed. <laughs> I was like, girl, you wait till the last day and now you want to put on the new pajamas? You should have just 
wore the same raggedy ones and shaved the new pajamas for home because you've already go. had them on a week, literally Might a week. Well. Uh-huh. She even ha- she had them on in Houston. Mm-hmm. So, I know. She had them on the wedding night. Girl. I know. See, stop telling us. Stop telling <laughs> us too much. We didn't ask you for this. Bow. <laughs> Bow Junior. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. He says it feels like a movie to him. It's not, sur- you know, it's real surreal. And she's like, absolutely not. She thinks it's, it feels normal. It feels comfortable to her. I don't know why this would feel like a movie to him. He says, definitely not a rom-com. Yeah. So what kind of, I don't know, is this a thriller where she's going to murder him in the in the end? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I don't know. And then it ends like, he thinks this is going to be easy. Yep. And she makes this face like, this hasn't been easy so far. Why would you think it's easy? And then she's like, marriages are not easy. That's what I've heard. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my goodness. These two. I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. But. They like it. I love it. <laughs> there you go. That's all I have on them. Yeah. That was literally the last note I have. Cool. Life will be easy. Because I'll be in a firehouse for most of the time away from me. Two days. Oh, going back to the dog. She talked Hmm. about this on Unfiltered too, um, Hmm. where she said, yes, she was willing to pay for a dog walker. But she was also saying that, you know, part of the reason for that is, you know, she's got her own thing going on. She says there's a lot of times where... During her work day, she doesn't even have a break to eat or go to the bathroom or do anything. So why would mm-hmm. she be breaking now to go walk the dog? Like, yeah, no, it doesn't fit into point. her lifestyle that's and a her great job. Point. Yeah. See, if she was just not nasty, I'd like her so much better because she sounds like a reasonable person when she's not. It's the delivery. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and I noticed her titty tattoo finally. Finally? Because she never wears anything that V-neck than she did at the wedding. And mm-hmm. then what she had on on Unfiltered was a deep V-neck. Um, and she does. She has another like little small cross like on her collarbone. Oh, okay. I, w- I wonder what's on her wrist or something on her I wrist. I think it's a flag. It looks like a flag, but I don't but know. But I don't know what flag. flag. Yeah. Hmm. A surrender flag. I doubt it. <laughs> I give up. <laughs> I doubt that too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next couple. Uh, who do we have? Bao and Johnny. Oh dear, these two. <laughs> hey, I did see on one of the boards somebody has accused Johnny of being a, a love bomber. I have not. I was unfamiliar with this term, but basically, someone who like throws a lot of uh, admiration and positivity all up front and then tears you down at the end. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Ooh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so we open to them. They're, they're having, this is the first couple I noticed that had the real breakfast <laughs> with actual food. Um, you know, Bao saying that she appreciates him listening to her while she was opening up the night before you know she still is going talking about how she's embarrassed about the snoring and how it's not cute 
Uh, Johnny wonders if they're going to fight about things like this. He uses the word petty. Yeah, I was getting there. Oh, I'm so sorry. I just thought, <laughs> like, because that's when someone says petty, I think that's deep. You know what I mean? Like, that cuts deep for me, at least. Yeah, he says he's worried about that because, you know, at first he thought they were just like messing around and kidding. Um, but Bao says, you know, it was a petty thing to you. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, I could tell. You know, Johnny says they deal with things differently, but if they were dating, this would be a red flag for him and a reason that he would, you know, be on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Back on the apps, all that. Johnny asks, what kind of level do they think they're at or what kind of scale? Uh, Bao says she's trying to build, build emotional intimacy that in the past, the physical has come first because that's easy. It's easy to be attracted to somebody and, you know, hit it and quit it. And then realize, okay, we have no other <laughs> kind of There's connection nothing. after yeah. that. Um, but she says she is very attracted to him and that she's had a crush on him for a long time. Then he adds, well, if she had made the first move, he would have rolled with it and, you know, been like, well, I like you too. Like they did last episode. Mm-hmm. And Johnny asked, do you think we would have had a couple of kids by now if we had gotten together back then? And of course, that was like, maybe... I mean, that's a lot to ask. Like, yeah. (laughs) Okay. If I said I liked you, that didn't mean we were going to get married. Right? I don't know. Her face was just hilarious. (laughs) He was like, oh, too much, too much. (laughs) Yeah. Pull it it back a little bit, Johnny. Uh, Next scene we come to them in is they're trying to get into the hammock together. (laughs) (laughs) A la Ryan and Brett. Right. (laughs) Bao jokes with him that she that uh she thinks he should get his own over there <laughs> and he's like oh <laughs> i'll disappoint she's like i'm just kidding <laughs> that was funny but i mean who can blame him with all that's gone on like she, yeah. she's already said she wants to sleep in a different bed being here, so yeah. why would she want her own hammock <laughs> johnny says he feels guilty about not being open so again they go into this talk about snoring since this has kind of been on his mind still that he hasn't really opened up and said his true feelings about the situation Mm -hmm. and about their argument. He said he had a fight or flight kind of moment when that was all happening. That's when we get that clip, that creative editing, that normally that would have been the point that he would have said, you know, this is not for me. Mm -hmm. And Bao says that, you know, she saw it. She saw it in his eyes. She knew he was going through something or felt some type of way and she felt judged by it. Um, She goes on to say that she doesn't know if her effort is showing. She's really trying, but she also overthinks a lot. And it helps that Johnny is, you know, straightforward with her. If something is wrong, he's going to say it. And, you know, that's going to help to have the strongest possible start. I was going to say, I I see it. I mean, I I wonder if just because Johnny, maybe because we're on the outside looking over, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But you can tell that she's trying at least I you know because at the very beginning I guess I was already looking at that right because she was saying that she's you know reserved and she's shy and and all that but when you look at her it really looks like she's trying to be physical and trying to especially since he communicated that right off the bat that Mm -hmm. he needed that affirmation you know the physical touch and and you can tell that she's trying she might look uncomfortable doing it but she's she's really trying to to please him. Right. So that's kind of the end of them there. The next scene we see with them is they're getting on a boat to go on their honeymoon adventures. <laughs> 
So uh, while they're getting on the boat, you know, Bao says that it's important to know how Johnny communicates and that, again, she's grateful that he's open and frank with her. She really appreciates that. And they end up going parasailing, which looked like a good old time. Would you do this? Yeah. I would do that. So I've never done it. I go to the beach every year, but I've never done it because I didn't know if at the end you land in the water. Mm -mm. You land back in the boat. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. You thought they just like dunk you or something? Yeah, and I can't do that. I'm afraid of the water. It's <laughs> like no. you're harmless then. You're not gonna drown. You know, thirty-five years going to the beach and uh, just found out that you land back in the boat. So mm -hmm. maybe next summer, I'm going parasailing. That looks fun. Probably scary. <laughs> I don't know if it looks fun, but I'd do it. I guess. <laughs> I'm not against it. <laughs> Sometimes the heights give me a little bit of the willies. Yeah, me too. Me too. But I don't know. They made it look fun. They had a good old time. It's the highest they've ever kissed anyone. Oh my God. Lame. So stupid. <laughs> it is really dumb. Um, there's an ITM of Johnny where he says, you know, he loves that he can see that Bao is living in the moment and then she's being present and she's thinking about nothing else but the two of them in that moment. <laughs> however many feet in the air. Bao, again, is happy that they've done this together. You know, she's really appreciating these kind of memories and activities that they're doing together. Um, she wouldn't want to do it with anybody else. She thinks that even if there's something they're fearful about, since they're doing it together, they'd be able to tackle it. Then they go into a conversation about move-ins. Johnny has lived alone for about the past eight years. Again, here's that... The, is there like um, <laughs> like the drinking game where it's like anytime somebody says this word, take a drink. Right. Johnny says he's very particular. <laughs> and he wonders if their meats will match. Bao says that it could be, you know, it's going to be a challenge and a big adjustment because she is also particular. Take a drink. <laughs> Johnny is worried about having to hold his farts in. That's a real big concern for him. I only started farting in front of my husband when he let one out on accident. And I was like, well, you've opened that door. I was going to hold him in forever. <laughs> now you've asked for it. Gross. I know. It is gross. But um, I'm curious to see where this leads. Because to... Because Bao says she's neat, but then she's saying she's lazy as well. So yeah. I'm wondering how that's manifesting. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? You know, they're both neat. I want to, I don't know. I just, I don't even know how this is going to turn out. So maybe she's like, yeah, like neat out of laziness. Like, so in order to not clean things, I'll just not use anything. <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? Like, I know exactly what you're saying. I'll wear the same pajamas for a week, Mirla, so I don't have to wash clothes. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Or like, yeah. I'm going to use the same cup every single day so I don't mess up any other cups. Yeah, no, I hear you. Um, one thing they do agree on is no shoes in the house. Yep. Which, of course, that's that's a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. But let's see. The next scene we see with them is group dinner you know what they've learned about each other is that they're very similar but similar in their differences um, but they're good communicators you know they had their first disagreement 
they slept on it. And then, you know, that's when Johnny brought up, you know, his issues the next day, they got to a better place about it. And, you know, that's how they're kind of navigating things. So Ryan thanked them for sharing, you know, that information. It was helpful to the group. I was surprised he said that. Yeah, I'm surprised he's like paying attention. Yeah. Like he seems so much like a a bro in his own world. Like he just you know be slamming mean? beers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I have to interact with these people. No, thank you. But he did. He actually, but he seems sincere as well. So yeah. I don't know. I'll give him benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> uh, they go on to the topic of intimacy. Because Johnny's perverted ass brings it up any chance he gets. But then he brought it up and then let her answer it. Uh-huh. It's like, well, no, you you started it. You finished yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> for real. But he says, you know, or she says that there's emotional intimacy. And, you know, there is some sexual intimacy there, too. It's grown and there's some tension. But they're taking it one day at a time. It'll happen when it happens. Everyone's on their own timeline, so they're just kind of doing their thing. When Bao talks like this, it makes me like her more because you can tell how thoughtful she mm-hmm. is. Like, she doesn't mince her words. Whatever comes out is it's what intentional. she's doing. Exactly. That's, I really like that attribute of hers. Um, but yeah, Mirla thinks they'll be the first to consummate <laughs> their marriage. So does Brett. I, I, don't, I don't see that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why either. But... Mm. so then we go to the the pontoon party the booze cruise (laughs) yeah um again they're playing never have i ever so we learn that bao has had a one night stand she's the only one in the group yes i was surprised by that no ryan drank too she he did Uh uh-huh i didn't ryan drank on all of them except for the cheating one which uh, (laughs) is a lie i'm sure But Johnny talked about this on Unfiltered. You know, they were asking him how he felt about it. And he was like, you know, kind of the same thing. Like, you know, when you're young, you are doing your thing. You know, the past doesn't define you. But he said he also took it as a sign that maybe she would be more open to being sexual with him if it didn't necessarily have to be a whole relationship type thing we didn't have to establish anything oh so my god that was his bright side quote unquote of it uh, so then we go to them having their group activity paddle boarding i couldn't do this you need a lot of core strength to do that i got no core strength yeah that was the only girl that even attempted it she's got some abs she looks great again i don't know what she was talking about like oh when i was in the gym what the hell did you look like in the gym if this is what you look like now with she a damn six great. pack? And actually, Johnny looks very scrawny next to her because well, she looks so muscular. That's what he said. That's his, his body type, Michael Sarah. <laughs> so this idiot, Johnny, like gets lost at sea. <laughs> He's just drifting out further and further out to the horizon it's to the point where like he almost needs rescue. <laughs> on unfiltered he said that like he got so far out like you know how they were yelling at him and trying to tell him like give him instruction uh-huh he said he was so far out he couldn't even hear anymore so why didn't they're on a boat why can't they just drive the boat to him maybe it would like would it like 
mess up the current and push him not, further? No, not not if he if they were going slow, like a pontoon is slow. Like I don't think that um that other boat yeah. that Mirla was like, oh, is, is that, that going towards him? That, yeah, that boat was not going to hit him. One, but the wakes from that boat would mm. definitely have messed him up because it was going super fast. But a pontoon boat? No, no way. They could have easily just sided up beside him and gone. <laughs> no, it's funnier if he just drowned and died. <laughs> that makes good TV. <laughs> And then they, they, when they, when uh, Marilla was like, is that boot going to hit him? And then they play like the dramatic heartbeat sound. Dun, 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 dun. I was like, really? <laughs> yeah. And even on Unfiltered, they were saying that, yeah, it was to the point that all the guys were going back and forth about like, who was going to go out there and get him. But Johnny was like, but nobody came and got me though. <laughs> and they were saying that Val was like really concerned, like, okay, oh. no for real like what do we need to do because he's getting further and further so what's the plan of action here um, but then we see her in the episode where she's like cheering him on to like come in um but he never wants to go paddle boarding again i like his swim trunks though his texas trunks they're cute i wonder where he goes bathing suit shopping first he had the bananas now he's got the texas trunks he's making good choices here i like them I'm not mad. <laughs> uh, let's see. Then, oh, they have a little girl talk segment on the mm-hmm. boat where Bao says she's happy that she you know she's met all these girls and that they could have discounted their pa- partners based on you know superficial things. That if they weren't checking those boxes, if they you know saw them on a dating app or something like that, they would have easily swiped left. Mm-hmm. But now they're checking deeper boxes. It's not always about the superficial. They're meeting things that are needed to actually cultivate a long-lasting marriage or relationship. Then they go back to the hotel. They're, you know, taking a seat. Johnny is, like, sitting down like an elderly (laughs) grandpa. (laughs) She's like, are you sore? And he's like, no, not yet. I'll probably feel it tomorrow. Probably just in one arm. (laughs) from trying to row himself back. <laughs> um, so she asked how he's felt about living together at the resort while they're on honeymoon. Bao thinks they've been, you know, pretty good travel companions. But, you know, what about the next step? And that's when she says she's nervous. She's worried that Johnny has lived alone all this time and that as you age, you become less flexible and you're set in your ways. And, you know, you learn a lot from living with someone. And so far she's fearful that Johnny doesn't like the things she's done while they've been on honeymoon. And this is when the great debate comes up. (laughs) Oh man. So she, you know, says that she's noticed that Johnny showers multiple times a day and that there's been, you know, times in her life when she's showered that many times in a week. And that's when Johnny cannot hide his face. (laughs) Emotion just flashes forward and he's like, oh my God. Yes. (laughs) Like totally shocked and freaked out. Okay. I will say this. So she does, she uses the word sad. Sometimes she's been sad. So I wonder if Val's got some deeper stuff going on. She maybe has some depression. And when people are depressed like that, they can barely move, you know? So I don't blame her for the showering thing if it's that. Yeah. If she's lazy, 
That's a different thing. <laughs> because she switches it back and forth. Yeah. But is she saying she's lazy to mask a deeper thing? She's not ready to the She's embarrassed yet. to say that she's suffering with depression. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. I don't know. Um, she says that normally she showers every day, but there are times, you know, that she has been struggling in her past and, you know, that wasn't her first priority. You know, there's sometimes times when she's so tired from work she'll get in the bed with her clothes on and pass out she doesn't want to you know discuss him but he's kind of <laughs> like he kind of plays it off and is like no that's you know my personal preference for myself I know he tries to be so diplomatic and then it just blows up at the yeah, end yeah and he's like um you know it'll, it, it'll take a big adjustment but you know <laughs> Change the sheets. Yeah, just make sure you don't get in the bed sweaty from working out. Yeah, change the sheets if nothing else. And then that's when Bao suggests, well, what if I'm so tired from the gym that I just absolutely cannot take a shower? So is it cool if I just sleep on the couch? And that's when Johnny's like, no, it's okay. You can get in the bed. Just make sure you change the sheets. And she's like, well, if I'm too lazy to take a shower, how am I going to have enough strength to change the sheet? And he's like, well, then bitch, take a shower. <laughs> Not in those words, of course, but. You know, that's what he was thinking. <laughs> he was saying, again, if they were just dating, this would absolutely be a deal breaker for him. No mm -hmm. questions asked. Yeah. But when would you even find that out? Yeah, you wouldn't find it out until you were spending multiple nights with them. But even then, I don't know. I don't know either. He'd be in deep before he finds all that stuff exactly. out. Exactly. So at least finding it out in the beginning, I guess. Yeah, there you go. There's the silver lining. I guess. <laughs> Except you're married. <laughs> yeah, again, he talked about this again on Unfiltered, um, where he was saying it was just he just was not into it and he's like again he brings it back to intimacy you know you're not going to want to be close to somebody or you know be into somebody if one you're not even sleeping in the same place like of course her, it's that seems to be her her excuse is to always sleep in a different place than him and it's mm -hmm. like okay how are we ever gonna get any kind of connection if we're always apart See, but also he's pressing hard. You know what I mean? You can tell he just, he wants to have yeah. sex as soon as she's ready. When she's, give him the green light, give him the green light, give him the, you yeah. know what I mean? Like he's, he, she can tell that he's like. Thirsty. Then they have some delicious looking sushi. I was like, Ooh, what is oh, this? I know. I miss sushi. I know. It was at this moment that I finally realized, oh, they're not going to restaurants or anything. Mm -mm. Like they do the beach restaurant kind mm -hmm. of thing where they're by themselves, but. Yeah, they're not really going to explore anything in the Florida Keys with the stay in the room. Yep. And I was like, oh yeah, COVID time. COVID time. So much fun. Staying inside by yourself. <laughs> um, Johnny says that the honeymoon has been a roller coaster. Um, you know, a lot of ups and a lot of downs. He's an, they're both overthinkers, though. Both of them are overthinking a lot of these things. That is true. He goes into talking about his dad. He said he finally talked to his dad for the first time since the wedding. Um, and the first thing his dad asks is, are you married? And is she Asian? <laughs> um, he said that, you know, basically in their conversation, his dad felt um, what kind of translates to being relieved and that he's happy for him. 
and that gave Bao goosebumps. Like she was so happy that this good thing was happening for him. But again, that's like a good sign Johnny should take as a positive thing. You know what I mean? Like he, if it's not said out loud, you know, like I like you, Mm -hmm. this is great. You know what I mean? Like he's just going to say, oh, okay. She got goosebumps. Like, Pack that away. File it for later that she in, she's into you. <laughs> yeah. But in the moment, they're both happy. Yeah. This is, again, Johnny being thirsty. They, like, kiss. And then he mm-hmm. tries to, like, keep it going. And she's like, eh. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> That's enough, sir. <laughs> <laughs> then I think the next scene we see is them in bed. Uh, you know, now that they're going to be living together, his goal is to kind of get in her head and see things from her perspective and you know so that he can get in her pants i mean essentially that's the (laughs) ultimate goal yeah it'll be a good dose of reality when they get back home big changes and bao says she's ready to see it now another thing they talked about on unfiltered is johnny says like those little arguments they had like as far as the showering or about the snoring. He said they fought like that the entire time. Like every day. Mm-mm. About a little something. They had a little disagreement every day. That's annoying. Which is why he's worried about living together. Well, he, did you see the preview for the next time? Mm-hmm. He leaves. And he, yeah, that night. Yeah. The first night. Because in on Unfiltered, he explicitly said, yeah, I did not stay after honeymoons because Mirla was like shocked that he left or said he was leaving. And he was like, yeah, no, I left. I went home because she did not want to take a shower after being in the airport and traveling for the entire day. Yeah. You should take a shower after traveling. Even in the COVID of it all. Just yes. on that. Did you even wash your hands, bro? Right. <laughs> Dog, we can't. Don't be cochina, bow. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about these two. But yeah, I was definitely surprised that he like was like, I'm going home after this and went home. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I mean, yeah, next week's episode looks really good. Juicy. I'm excited for it. Because that's when all the shit hits the fan, once they start getting back to reality. Mm-hmm. Rachel says, the honeymoon is over. Speaking of, Rachel and Jose, Rosé. Um, we open up with them uh, in bed. They always start with these two making out in bed. Oh, and that blanket is, it's his vows. It's his vows. Yeah. I noticed that because it said, love your husband yeah. on the bottom. That's all I saw, but I figured it was his vows. That's stupid. I wouldn't want that. She probably loved it because she's sleeping with it every night. So unless he's like, oh, don't forget your blanket. Which I wouldn't put past him either. I wouldn't. I know. Uh, <laughs> anyway. So they're in bed. They're going to talk about their day. Uh, Jose has planned a bike riding adventure for them. And Rachel's like, I don't know how to ride a bike. Hi, it's me. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really, I'm not good on a bike. Every time I get on a bike, I fall off. Um, Never learned. So never learned. Yeah, I have like scars on my knees from falling off my and that's bike. why i never learned because as a kid the first couple times i fell i was like oh no fuck this no <laughs> i'm getting dirty and i'm getting hurt no <laughs> i don't need to the do this last shit. Time, 
<laughs> the last time I went bike riding was a bike tour in Austin. And it was a pizza tour. So you would drive to different pizza pl- or ride to different this pizza places. dumb as hell. And no, the pizza was amazing. Yeah, but I don't want to ride a bike after that. No, it was fun. It was fun. But the whole time my husband was like super worried because he's like, we're, ri- we're riding down, uh, what is it, Guadalupe? Mm, busy super street. Super trafficy. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I just thought you were going to fall over and bust your head open. And I was wearing a helmet. But, but somehow you find a way. no i didn't fall i didn't fall but i did get really sick because my ass didn't eat before because i was like i'm gonna pig out on all this pizza (laughs) and it was like august so it's super hot and i was like and i was out of shape so i was like dying i was like we gotta stop guys we gotta stop i'm gonna die (laughs) it was horrible (laughs) but texas bike tours in austin texas pretty fun I'll pass. Um, anyway, so Rachel doesn't know how to buy, ride a bike, but she's willing to go. She gonna learn today. She gonna learn today, and her husband's gonna teach her, and they can. That could be their cute little love story. So gross. I learned how to ride a bike on my honeymoon, my husband. But before that, you know how Jose had his list of questions. Well, it looks like Rachel busted out a list of questions for him. And one of them was, what do you want to do before we have kids? And he's kind of stumped by this question. Like, he doesn't have an answer, which I thought was strange because he always has an answer for everything. And she's like, for example, I want to go to Switzerland. That is my dream trip. I want to go. Jose shuts this down real quick. That's a lot of money. I guess it's a lot of money since she has no money. Right? (laughs) I can see his point of view. (laughs) And like you were saying, you said he was stumped about, you know, the question. I think it's something he's never thought about because all he's thinking about is having family. Mm -hmm. He's kind of done what he wants to do, which is be successful. (laughs) And that's okay. Yes. (laughs) He's always saying like he's setting himself up for his wife and his family. So that's it. So when he's going on vacation, I think he wants to go with his family. So he says, that's a lot of money. Uh, Why don't we start doing small trips like to New York or to Vegas or whatnot? And she's just looks deflated. Like she wants to have this big ass trip. Yeah. He talked about this on Unfiltered um, Mm because Johnny was kind of giving him a little bit of guff. He's like, okay, these small trips, where y'all going? Like coming down here or going to Dallas? And he's like, no, (laughs) I don't mean like that. He's just saying, you know, again, he plans to have a family and he's like, I like skiing. So maybe we go on a ski trip every year or something like that. Not, you know, keeping it domestic, not necessarily flying a family of four out to Switzerland, to the Alps. Mm -hmm. Denver is right here, bro. It's the same shit. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody speaks English. Yeah, I mean, I see I see her point where she wants to have this big adventure with her husband. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, you've already told him that you're no good with money. So how are you going to do this 50-50? You're going to put it on a credit card again? Like, I can see the, the wheels turning in Jose's head. Like, nah, we're good. <laughs> exactly. And on that point, too, they when they were asking Jose about this on Unfiltered, they also were asking Mirla, since she's, you know, big on travel, too. You know, how would she Mm -hmm. feel if, um, you know, she wanted to take this big vacation 
And she said, you know, if I want to go on a trip, I'm going on the trip. And they were like, well, what about your husband? What if he couldn't afford, you know, this trip you want to go on? She's like, well, I guess you're going to be seeing a lot of selfies of me in Europe. And then Jamie, the host, asks her, like, okay, well, would you be willing to financially contribute for him to go? And she was like, "Mm, we could have the discussion, which means no. No. You know what? They could take the total costs and then divide it proportionally, you know, to their contribution. But anyway, Mm. um, it's just something. Yeah. But not in Rachel's case, where her ass is getting credit cards just for vacation. Yeah, that's huge. Mm-hmm. So irresponsible. <laughs> it's super, super irresponsible. So I can see where Jose's like shutting that down real quick. But even the frequency, she was saying she took a trip every month and then took a big, big vacation every two years. Like maybe slow mm-hmm. it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And maybe you could afford to go. <laughs> I hope, I hope they bring up all her stuff. I want to see what her her dead is i'm just so curious the way she because like you said those small trips every month Mm -hmm. like that has to add Mm -hmm. up anyway so that's kind of where they end things of course drives me nuts um and then we get to the bike riding her ass is wearing flip-flops i said the same thing (laughs) i was like how you gonna be on a bike in chanclas what are you doing (laughs) super dumb choice but she looks really cute yeah she looks good but yeah poor footwear choice <laughs> especially if you're not good at riding anyway yeah and you flip over you scrape up your cute feet oh my gosh and here's where jose wins brownie points for me he's like super supportive and really trying to help her and he's not condescending whatsoever and she's like oh you must be super frustrated he's like not at all and i like that i like that jose like that even though i don't like jose <laughs> i feel like he was definitely trying to reel it in though like he wanted to be extra about it, but was like, no, let me just calm. Let me not do too much because then it's going to be too much. So let me just. Try to yeah. Like he, he rec- well, he recognizes that she wants to be independent, you know, and he's going to allow her to be. No. <laughs> OK. All right. He'll say no, no, no. But I, I do appreciate that he's really trying to build her. And then she brings that up, too. Which it also makes me think she's still not over her ex. You know, it's only been, what, six mm-hmm. months, she said? Ridiculous. She's already bringing, she's like, oh, no, I'm not supposed to bring up my ex. But he really tore me down and da 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 You know, that stuff is still weighing on her head. I just know it. And um, so she brings that up and she really appreciates that he's always building her up, not like her ex who was tearing her down and yada, yada, yada. And then they bring up again the finance stuff. This is gonna this is gonna be their first fight. I just know it. We'll see in the next They've episode. Already been fighting about it, <laughs> disagreeing about it. Yeah, I wouldn't say this is because every time they talk about it, they just either clam up. They don't let it get to the actual fight. to that point. Yeah, they just like okay, we'll table it. We're gonna table it. And um, so they bring up the finance stuff, and this is where we hear that Jose has an 815 credit score. Pretty good. It's perfect. It's perfect. That's good. So she looks really intimidated by that. Like her credit score is 625. I was going to say 550. Ooh. Ooh. Girl. <laughs> How did you get a credit card? <laughs> 
I wonder. Um, I wonder if they what if they have to submit their credit score. I, you said their financial stuff, so. But I wonder mm. if that's to see if they have like like big shit like bankruptcy bankruptcies and things like that. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. Yeah. Back child support, things like that. Maybe. Ugh, don't I don't say know. those words to me. <laughs> so so again, she she seems really intimidated by this and super insecure, and so she asked him when you were getting interviewed for this process, did you ask for somebody who had their shit together? And in true Jose fashion, he's like, I did ask for somebody on my level. <laughs> Ugh. Well, guess what? I hope you're ready to do some serious credit repair. <laughs> <Cause>. <laughs> Woo, it's not looking helpful, my dude. You know, he's not going to, he's not going to help her with her credit until decision day you know what i mean i wouldn't yeah it's like i'm gonna watch you but mm-hmm. i'm gonna say all these things yeah i'm gonna say all these things but not before i get my commitment commitment you know what right. i'm saying but that again that's where they stop the conversation the next scene that we see them at is the dinner scene where they're all over each other and everybody i think bow and says that they're real spicy i don't like them using that <laughs> adjective to describe them they've done it a couple times because they're Mexican. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's so spicy. It's so spicy. <laughs> yeah, it is um, not cute. All I have for them at the dinner scene is like they talk about when everybody's talking about sex, everybody is betting that they've had sex already. And Rachel's like, no, you would think from the way we act that we've consummated the marriage, but we haven't. Mm -hmm. You know, she says she she thinks with her head and, and her heart. So she really wants to live with Jose and see how things go before they even go to that level. Yeah. She says she yeah wants to see what the day-to-day -day life is like first. Um, you know, the honeymoon is puppies and rainbows. Yep. But Gil doesn't believe them. She gets some snaps from Mirla. Gil says they lying. They fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. he has. To... Gil, Gil's just jealous. Like, but if that's what he says, then I have to respect it as what he says but i don't know <laughs> yeah that's the takeaway I had from the from the dinner the next scene is the party barge or what did we decide to call it party pontoon or the booze cruise party pontoon <laughs> booze cruise and when we do the never have i ever game rachel has revealed that she has cheated in the past and jose's like damn married a cheater but again she said she was young and dumb and you know it is what it is basically yeah he says he despised like he's he was surprised um you know he states cheaters are selfish he's totally against it because of his parents you know his dad cheated mm -hmm. on his mom and you know he would never want to put somebody through that so that's totally not his mo at all you would think they've talked to talked about things so much that that would have been something they talked about. I don't know. She said she doesn't want to talk about her exes. And she kept saying, I'm so, I was young. I was young. I was young. Like, how young were you? Yeah. She doesn't want to talk about her exes, but she brings it up. Uh, on, when they're having their girl talk on this cruise, Rachel says that she's never had a partner be so attentive and that she has to set her pride aside and let Jose take that man role. Gross. 
Yeah. And um, Brett says she's going through the kind of same things. We'll touch on that later. I think they have to have a strong conversation on what a partnership is. Yeah. Because Jose has it in his mind that he has to do absolutely everything. and But also Rachel just has to relax too. Like if the guy wants to get you some coffee, take the coffee. Yeah, that's where I'm <laughs> kind of confused with her because she's, you know, saying she doesn't want to submit, but then does it. <laughs> so, but like <laughs> half know. does it and then complains about like, what do you want? Yeah. So I can see maybe how he's con he's confused right. uh, where the line is. Like, I'm not going to be mad if someone brings me coffee. I'm like, thanks. But I can make my own coffee, so you don't need to do that. That's, you know, that's, I don't know. I think there's a there's a line there where she's being ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I think, she, I think the concept is so new to her that she, like, really does not know what to do. <laughs> yeah, maybe she just, she's dated such trash in the, behind you know in the, in the past and and someone bringing her coffee is just so weird to her. right that's terrible <laughs> right. this is the same kind of thing um brett says mm-hmm just like say thank you moving along yeah. girl <laughs> uh, that's all i have on booze cruise and then they go to uh they're gonna have some champagne on the beach right are they on the beach or are they at the hotel i don't, I don't know they're on the beach they're having wine Oh, there you go. Oh, wine. And then uh, <laughs> Jose's trying to open this bottle of wine. And she's like, I was a hostess. Let me do it. And he's like, no, let me be the man and pour you some. And she's like, no, I, I, re I really want to do this. And you're doing it wrong. <laughs> and so he's like, oh, I didn't know you were serious. And so she takes the bottle and she pours for both of them. And um, they go back into this conversation of sex because they haven't talked about sex and they've talked about everything else. And they, I don't, I wonder if they've just kind of been avoiding this conversation for some reason, but she's scared that that's an area they're not going to click on. And it's very important to her. He says it's very important to him as well. And then she puts it down that if they don't have sex in a, few months in the months that they're getting to know each other that that's good there's gonna be a problem and jose is saying you know he can't get there unless all his boxes are checked <laughs> but doesn't really say what those boxes are so i don't know what are your thoughts on this i don't know either i'm <laughs> was surprised to hear that. I was like, oh, okay. I know, especially since remember his little stupid comments on um, wedding night. He's like, if it happens, it happens. Right. I'm not gonna tell yeah, my you wife wanted no. to pack the twelve pack of magnums in your suitcase, but now you're talking about how no, I have to see if you check these boxes and do this and this and this before uh -huh. we can even start talking about sex. Yeah, same with her though. She's like, oh no, no condoms. We can't make babies with condoms. You know what yeah. I mean? So, I don't know. I don't know about these two. Mm. Maybe he has some insecurities before getting down. Or maybe he has legit concerns. Now that Miss Thing has divulged, she probably has a mountain of credit card debt. He's like, let me not even go down that road. I'm not going to knock her up and owe her all this money every month on child right? support. Because you got a good job, boo. <laughs> Let's get that income withholding order out. 
that's terrible. All right. <laughs> um, we kind of leave it there, and then we pick up again on um, the the morning they're they're leaving. Right, mm-hmm. the honeymoon is over. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of just both discussing their different lifestyles. Um, she asked Jose if he's a minimalist. He's like, yeah. She's like, mm, I'm kind of a hoarder. Red flag. She just keeps getting better and better, don't she? She's like, I'm naturally not. <laughs> then she's like, well, if you want to be more specific, have you seen the A&E show Hoarders? <laughs> kind of like that. Yeah, she has a lot of clutter, and this is her telling him that she needs help. Oh, all of a sudden. Yeah. All of a sudden, she's ready for this help now. Do you know his ass is going to sell everything? <laughs> He's going to be one of those throwaway in the trash. Did you ever have that when you were a kid? Like, your parents would be like, if you don't put this away, I'm going to throw it away. I'm going to throw it in the trash. <laughs> if If they did, it was gone. I didn't even notice. Well, that was the, that was the point. <laughs> I guess so. Mm. But I feel like he's going to be that type. Like, I'm just going to secretly throw this away <laughs> and she'll never know. Mm-hmm. My husband's like that. He'll just start throwing shit away. He gets, well, he has OCD and he'll start throwing things away. And then I'm like, where was my herb stripper? You know, the little gadget in the kitchen, you know, that strips the herbs off the vine. Oh, I was like, what's yeah. a, I don't know what I thought you said. <laughs> herb stripper yeah it strips it and he's like oh I, I you use it yes it's in my damn kitchen don't you use your fingers like a normal person <laughs> no no i use a herb stripper well, now you don't because it's in the trash <laughs> i went and bought another one i don't care <laughs> <laughs> that's about it for them uh she ends it with the honeymoon is over and it looks like it and it sounds like it so i don't know i don't remember what the preview was for them but i don't either um thinking back to unfilter he talked about um you know his relationship with finances and again he says that's because of the way he was brought up he said before Mm -hmm. his parents or i don't know which parent since they're not together now got into real estate which i guess is what they're doing now when he was growing Mm -hmm. up they were basically living paycheck to paycheck and he hated that kind of lifestyle so he you know, from then was like, I don't want to live like that when, you know, I grow up. So that's mm-hmm. why he's kind of so tuned in about his finances and savings and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, because he didn't, you know, didn't want to follow that example. Did you see that post on Reddit about his whiteboard not making any sense? No. I was I was in there trying to make sense of it. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I give up Jose. Only Jose knows how that whiteboard exactly. works. <laughs> I was like, what the hell's going on here? not for you to understand it isn't apparently it's all right unless you want to pay the bills don't worry about it that's what i'm saying rachel just shut up and let them pay your bills. <laughs> that's not very feminist of me i shouldn't say that but i got a lot of student debt so if i was her <laughs> take advantage of these eight weeks save 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 <laughs> stop yeah. pile oh my goodness all right next couple last couple yes all right brett and ryan (sighs) i love them i mean ryan reminded me of you this episode of me yes ew (laughs) no no no. you know why 
No. The pelicans. He's scared oh. of the pelicans. <laughs> Every time he saw the pelicans, he's like, those devil birds. <laughs> okay, I will it's give like- you that. Listeners who do not know, I hate birds with a living, fiery passion. All of them. Doesn't matter what kind. I cannot stand birds. I am deathly afraid of birds. They're going to come and eat my eyeballs out. And I, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I hate birds so much. I think she even had like a little stuff. Yeah, he pelican. told her to He's throw like, it away. You can leave that here. I was like, that's. Take me. That is me. I hate birds. Like, I'm the person that if I'm going to HEB and there's too many birds in the parking lot, I will not go inside. I will leave. <laughs> and go to another store. I just remember going to the zoo with you and one of the birds swooping no. down and you scream. Like, oh Baby Jesus, help me. Take the wheel. I can't. <laughs> totally irrational fear, too. Like, I don't know why. I've never been attacked by a bird or anything. Well, not attacked. Chased? I was chased by a turkey mm. at the Sarah Beckman farm at the LBJ ranch on a field trip. <laughs> <laughs> was not fun. Scar- scarred you yep. for life. <laughs> anyway, back to Brett and Ryan, not me telling <laughs> more of my business. <laughs> Ryan jokes that he's bringing Brett her last meal <laughs> when he's bringing in the breakfast. Uh, apparently for the day they've planned to go kayaking and she's scared. She's afraid of water um, and pretty much at this point says she's afraid of everything. <laughs> but she's okay marrying a stranger. <laughs> you know, she says, you know, if something happens out there, just try to be calm you know, you can convince me that everything's okay. So if you just kind of reassure me that everything's okay, I'll be able to do it. And, you know, since we're doing it together, I'll be able to make it through. You know, he's already proven that he's has her back and that if she is afraid when they get there, they can do something else. They can have a fun land activity. They can watch the manatees from the bridge instead of the water, or they can go pick flowers somewhere. If that's what it takes for her to be, you know, comfortable. And she's like, man, how'd you get so lucky to have such an adventurous wife? And he's like, I know. Luckiest guy in the world. It's just like, oh, Ryan. I think he's funny. He's not joking at all. People hate him on Reddit. They're like, this guy's boring as fuck. I'm telling he's he's like default mannequin. Uh, let's see. So they're going kayaking. Like you said, they're walking uh, down the dock or pier or whatever. And he's like, you know, just as long as you protect me from that pelican over there, we're good. I'll protect you once we get in the water. <laughs> and so, you know, they're going along. Everything's going fine. They're having a good old time. And then a manatee shows up. Now, when he said this earlier, I thought he was kidding. I didn't think there was actual manatees. <laughs> I thought so too, or like if they were there were, it was going to be like far away. Yeah, right under her. Because I, yeah, because I was like, ah, oh, then kayak when you kayak in the like bay area, it's not very deep. Yeah, so she's you know starting to get a little nervous, and then he's not helping the situation because he's like, yeah, keep going. Look at it. Look, it's right under you. Look, it's gonna like bite into your canoe and kill you. Look, 
look at it. And she's like, I don't want to. And he's like, no, but look. She's like, don't like it. Don't like it. Don't like if it. If it touches her, she's going to freak out. He's still thinking it's funny, like trying to encourage her. But eventually the manatee goes away. Uh, Ryan says that Brett is not a water sport, sky flying, outdoorsy type of girl. You know, he thought it was going to be a problem, but she's being a trooper and she's trying it. Um, he hopes, you know, that continues because it. I guess with his lifestyle, he's got some other kind of tricks up his sleeve for the future. Just wait till they go out hunting. Yeah, right. No, not on purpose. <laughs> and I could definitely see him tricking her. <laughs> I, I totally could see it. No. Like, yeah, we're just going to go on the car ride. No, because you need, like, clothing, camouflage, all that jazz. And... Anyway, they decide they're going to have a kayak race. The loser has to cook the first dinner when they get back home. They're going to race from where they are to the devil pelican. Uh, it ends up being <laughs> a tie, so they both have to cook. She hasn't earned a cheesecake yet, so that's not on the table just yet, but... She's not on cheesecake level yet. <laughs> so the next scene we see with them is again at the group dinner. Um, they're talking about the co hardest conversation they've had to have so far. Brett says that her kind of thing is not asking questions. So there's, and that's just in general, period. Um, so there's a lot of things that they haven't talked about yet, like money, changing, um, you know, her last name, living together, etc. But Considering the time frame, I mean, what this is day five or four of the honeymoon or of them knowing each other, period. She doesn't feel like feels like they're, you know, in time. And it's still very early to be having those type of conversations. And then this is the point when politics comes up. You know, Brett says that they have very different views. Shocker. No one saw that one coming. She says she's been up front and kind of open about her beliefs, but based on Ryan and his background, she's afraid that this could potentially be a big problem for them. Uh, she says that if someone leans too far, or Ryan says that if someone leans too far in, you know, either direction, that's not necessarily for him. If they were dating, again, this would be a deal breaker for Brett. But since they're married, she's going to try to see it through. Then the topic of the song conversation switches to sex and intimacy she says the expectation for her to have intimate feelings right now again is unrealistic because it's only been three or four days they don't know each other like that it's too soon to be having those type of feelings in her opinion then did you notice like he did like a weird arm thing like she had her arm around him like around yeah. like the back of his chair, but then he like pulled around to try to hold her hand. It was really weird and awkward. Like it was, <laughs> but anyway, she says she doesn't want to move too fast and regret it. That she thinks it's important and it can help with their connection, but they're just they're not there yet. It's she's not feeling it. He's ready to get down anyway, though. Mm. I mean, <laughs> whatever happens, happens. He's just gonna go with the flow. So we go to the pontoon party booze cruise. Finally got the title. <laughs> um, again, with never have I ever. So Ryan is pretty much drinking on every single question. We find out he's scuba dived. 
He's gone rock climbing inside and outside. He's gone streaking. He's had a one night stand. <laughs> like he's done it all. He's right. He, yeah. He's had to drink so many times. He's needs a new, a freshener, a refresher on his beer. Uh, then the next scene we see is him on the paddleboard and he's like in his element. Everybody's impressed. Like, Oh, like he's just killing it out there. Mm hmm. Val particularly was like, all the oh, girls, yeah. Very impressed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they all seem like, oh, okay. Because he, yeah, was the first one out there, first one up on his board and was killing it. Mm-hmm. Like, he does this every weekend, which he might. We don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then they have their little girl talk on the boat. Brett says she's always been kind of a caregiver, but Ryan doesn't really let her do so. So she doesn't really know what her role is at this point. She's trying to feel things out. Uh, she says, you have to look for the good. At, at this point, you have to look for the good in your relationship because now that you're married, you know, it's not like when you're dating and you're on the app and the guy has ugly jeans on. So you go to the next one. Now you have to actually try to make the best of things. <laughs> Even though her and Ryan are so different that there has to be a reason that they were matched together and they just need to f- dig deeper and figure that out. Opposites attract. No, no. They're going to balance each other out. We need new experts. Dr. Pocahontas doesn't know what she's talking about. And Pastor Calvin isn't even an expert. (laughs) He's a pastor. (laughs) I don't think he has any, like, accreditation. Anyway, uh, the next scene we see them is, you know, the last night. They're having their balcony champagne. She says cheers to continuing to get to know each other and to all the love notes she's going to write to him. And he says, and maybe babies. That was an odd toast. Why is she writing him love notes? Did they do that in the notebook? I don't know. Never seen it. I have no idea. Some recent, was the notebook streaming somewhere? Let me watch that dumb shit. I have it on DVD somewhere. Where are my DVDs? It's 2020. We don't use that shit no more. (laughs) Uh, mm -hmm. I'll have to look or I'll see if it's streaming. (laughs) It's probably streaming somewhere. I have every damn service known to man. And still have cable. What the hell? I didn't cut the cord. <laughs> it's, it's, it's That's oh, a whole dear. deep dive. <laughs> Brett says that she can see the similarities in their differences. She knows she's getting to know him more and more with every conversation. And then that's when they start talking about move-ins. Brett says so far she thinks their habits are kind of on track with each other. Ryan doesn't know about the bathroom situation. Again, he brought this up before, so I don't know what she's doing in the bathroom that's weird. I don't know. Unless he's one of those guys who doesn't want to know the inner workings of what makes a woman a woman, if you know what I mean. But she doesn't seem like she's doing, like, she's not wearing a, like, ton of makeup or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, and she's not, he doesn't say, like, Mirla, she has a 20-point morning and evening routine and all this kind of stuff she seems pretty simple yeah maybe he has all this well no he doesn't his skin is terrible no he doesn't he yeah he needs some help there brett maybe he's just talking that he doesn't want to walk in on her taking a dump or something okay grow up (laughs) i'm just saying maybe he's that guy (laughs) because i could see that like, he wants his lady to be a lady. You know what I mean? Mm. Yes. 
I can, he seems like that guy and I don't like that, but that's what it looks we'll like. We'll see. They talk about making the bed. She says she definitely doesn't. He says he can live with that. But then she points out, well, I leave earlier than you. So that would be your responsibility anyway. And then he regrets even bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> then Brett goes back again. Like all of these couples, they keep going back to these conversations where they're like, this has been on my mind. This has been on my mind since we talked about it two days ago and now let me bring it back up so i don't know how producer driven this is I don't because know. all of the couples do it yeah yeah um but she says and i don't know why that didn't just click with me until right now but it did so she brings up the politics conversation again from the group dinner says she's been more involved in politics and you know been paying attention more based on recent events then ryan he seemed kind of creepy at this point. I don't know if it was like, I don't know if he had you like a so? deadpan look or some, or the way he said it, but he was like, oh yeah, I'm glad you brought it up again. Oh, I thought he seemed sincere about that. Like, uh, t- I thought he was being sarcastic. Like, I don't want to talk about this shit no more. See, I thought he was being like, I thought he seemed sincere because he was like, I'm glad you brought it up. It seems to be bothering you. Like he really wants to know when things are wrong so he can, so they can remedy it. That's how I took it. I thought he was being condescending, like, oh, you brought it up again since it's so far on your mind. No, I didn't take it like that at all. I thought he was being nice about it. Because then even in his ITM, he was talking about, you know, how it's a non-issue for him. You know, they're, I think he even tells her they're voting for different things. So like, what's important to her is important to her. And what's important to him is important to him. And it shouldn't, cause any issues for at least on his book it's not going to cause any issues for him yeah and that's when she says you know she understands the fiscal conservatism of it all but you know for her social issues are more <laughs> important and that's what she's you know gauging her opinion on mm-hmm. and then in famous married at first sight fashion we leave it at that never have a conclusion <laughs> and that's the episode <laughs> <laughs> That's the episode. <laughs> it was pretty good. They really yeah. drag it out a little bit, but. Yeah. Especially for them having so many couples. Like, dog, speed it up, bro. Mm-hmm. But at least they. I don't need to see them eat breakfast every day. Every, no, we don't need to see them eat every meal. We've seen, <laughs> you know what I mean? And drink champagne yes. and have dessert and <laughs> drink a water. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind and of, then walk back to their hotel room. Kind of ridiculous, but I'm really glad we get to see them back in their element and on um, living together. I think that's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun episode next time. So we will see you next week. Married at First Sight, episode seven. You said there was 20 of these things, maybe? 18 to 20? Yeah, 18 to 20, yeah. Oh, cool. And then that's not even including, I don't think, the other like after reunion yeah. and all that shit. And you know it's like two or three parts for that. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to be covering this till January 2022. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. It's fun. So thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to like and subscribe and review. Five stars, five stars, five stars. You can follow us on Twitter at Cheese McQueens. And you can follow us on Instagram at Cheese McQueens Podcast. If you have some cheese, send us a DM or something. Yeah, I would love that. Let us know. If If you know something we don't know, let us know. So we can tell everybody else. <laughs> no one has to know. <laughs> nope. We will keep that secret. 
for sure. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. What, what, what? You want to know a, a possible spoiler? Um... I put it on my post-it and then I took the post-it off my notes. <laughs> sure, sure. I'll take a spoiler. Spoiler alert. If you don't want to hear this, the episode is over so you can check out. Yeah, you probably stopped listening like a long ass time ago. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently our boy Zach has been spotted out and about. Uh, someone saw him at Bush International holding hands with some chick that was not Michaela. Oh, very shit. recently. Well, which makes me because we I keep the only person we keep hearing shit about is Zach. Yeah. So I don't know what he's doing out here wilding in the streets, but his name keeps coming up. And like, if two people say it, it's true. Yeah. I mean, you can just look at the- Plus what we see on the show, was, that bitch crazy. Yeah. I was like, you can just tell on the previews, like even his face, like he looks checked out. Like when she's yelling at him and whatnot, he's, yeah. you can tell he's done. So mm, I'm not surprised. But I'm like, that's bold. How you gonna be out here holding hands with people? <laughs> Yeah, what is the time gap between decision day and now? Decision Decision day, I want to say, was in April or May. Because, yeah, if the weddings were in late January, yeah, I want want to say April. Okay. Say it. April. Okay. So it's been a few months. Yeah, but I mean, it's only been a few months. <laughs> he can say that about his marriage. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> this is all COVID's fault. If he would have never got sick, all of this would have never happened. Mm. They would have had a happy honeymoon. I would... He would have seen all the bikinis and freaky lingerie that Michaela would have had. And they just would have been thick as thieves. Maybe so. Or maybe she would have gotten really drunk and stupid. And like wild out. Yeah. Gone crazy with the Clorox wipes again. <laughs> I want to know what them Clorox wipes did to her for her to be throwing them like that. I know at that time, those were sacred. You don't. I know. You can't be throwing those around. <laughs> Do you know how hard it was? It took almost a whole year for me to see Lysol wipes again at the store. I know it. I got a shit ton now, but. <laughs> Same. At one time, I did not. Same. <laughs> Because, yeah, once they started showing up again, I bought them every single time I saw them. <laughs> Same. I have a nice little stockpile going on. Oh, I got a whole shelf of Lysol. Mm-hmm. I look like H-E-B up in here. Yep, mm-hmm. masks. When people were like, COVID's over, we're going to put all the masks on clearance. Guess who bought them all and guess who's not looking for them now? <laughs> well done. Because I was like, y'all are stupid. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to mark it down to 99 cents, Go ahead. I'll take them all. (laughs) I got a fresh mask every day. Nice. That's so sad. What a terrible flex. (laughs) I got all the new masks. (laughs) I just don't go anywhere. So, I mean that too also, which is why I have so many. (laughs) Because I stay myself. (laughs) Don't use them all. Uh, On that note... Happy COVID times, guys. Happy COVID times. Please stay safe out there. It's ridiculous. Um, mask up. <laughs> For the love of God, Please. mask up. Um, we will see you next time. We're going to cover episode seven. Uh, remember to leave a review. 
say hey on our social media and we'll see you next time bye later <laughs> bye bye Thank you.